Welcome to Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. Slay. Yay, we're back. We're back. I was gone last week. Hey, remember all those 40 times I said in the episode beforehand that I wasn't doing great? Turns out I wasn't doing great. Yeah, I wasn't lying. <laughs> I wasn't doing great. It wasn't there last week. We were having a rough day. We're back. Yay. Did you miss me? Yay. Baby girl. <laughs> Baby girl. Did you miss Baby me? Baby girl. Yeah, LOL. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, no. I just, when I don't know what to do, I tend to lean towards just like be strange. Yeah. But important lesson is always to honor yourself and your mind, your body, your soul. When you need a break, you need time for yourself. You have to take it and advocate for it because that's the only way to get better. Slay. Slay. But now we are back and I have a new TV show recommendation for everybody. <gasps> oh, also, I have to say, uh, so Julia called me and she was cackling over the fact that you had recommended shrinking after a week after I had recommended shrinking to you. I know. And I think I forgot <laughs> that you just simply recommended shrinking to me because my mom kept talking about shrinking because she is like a therapist and so mm-hmm. she was like so like oh my goodness it's so crazy like how the relationships between the therapist and the patients and da 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 so I was like okay like I'll watch it and I like completely <laughs> forgot until like the moment I was sitting here and talking about it and I was like cute I really don't listen do I <laughs> It reminds me of people say things to me like, so my niece and my mom just visited and my mom told me she was like, she, they left on Saturday and normally when my mom comes and visits, she stays through Sunday. And it was surprising to me that she wasn't staying through Sunday and I assumed it was because of Easter. And she was like, no, it's because you said you guys are welcome to stay three nights. But if you stay oh. three nights, I'm probably going to find plans to do separate from you because uh, I'll need a break on the third night. I have no recollection of saying this. You I believe what? I said it. But my mom was like, no, you very pointedly said that to me. And I was like, wow. So I'm really thinking of that Kelly Kapoor quote that's like, Kelly, that's actually genius. What did I say? I talk a lot. So I've learned how to zone myself out. <laughs> literally i know i feel like boundaries you gotta ask for what you want in life as we always say you know what i want you to come but on that third night i don't want to be well with so you. they just only stayed two nights there you go or you only stay two nights um but tv show rack is farmer wants a wife oh i've seen an ad for this yes so i went and visited one of our friends from college katie uh-huh. and so thursday night we decided to like just chill which was great because my allergies were honestly really bothering me like there was so much pollen in dallas i was like what the fuck um was not expecting that but we decided to watch farmer wants a wife and basically it's like the bachelor oh, yes, 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 yes 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 or bachelorette but for like farmers and i just think the funniest part about it is they don't call the farmers by their first name they just call them farmer farmer allen like farmer joe like the woman who like is the host she's like let's go back to farmer allen's farm back in nashville where the girls are like you know i feel like that's the flip side of like you know how like a lot of people are like doctor or professor whatever and it's hot flip side farmer 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 maybe that's just me and my city girl roots i know it's just so funny because like it's such a like i think with all the dating shows that are on tv i like how specific that is right and i think it's just like everything i'm kind of over everything like i've been watching the newest season of love is blind yes and i like got to like the point where they got back from mexico and now i'm bored and i just want to know like 
who gets married and who doesn't. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit anymore. Like, obviously, you're all on this show because you want to be famous. Exactly. Like, it's not cute anymore. And sure, maybe that will happen to Farmer Needs a Wife, but it's so special to watch reality TV shows, like, first season when you don't That's really the- know. I think nowadays, like, post-Bachelor, Bachelorette, or this far into the Bachelor, Bachelorette world, a dating, dating show world is only the first season of these shows is really interesting because after that it becomes if it becomes popular it just becomes about people who want clout which like right. go ahead chase your clout fucking whatever but like that's why like people loved the first season of love is blind and yes. i've not cared about any of the other seasons first because it became popular and then it was people like going on to right. be popular not because they were any percent buying into the concept yeah i know it's so crazy so it's so nice to like watch a reality tv show where people are actually just like kind of giving into the mm-hmm. experience there's this one girl on the show named cassidy joe this girl is fucking insane like she just like is so already attached to this farmer that she barely knows <laughs> and it's funny because the farmers like you can kind of see grew up like maybe not like the most popular person Mm -hmm. in school or just like maybe like had these like different type things about them that put them in a box. And so to have all these girls like flaunting over them, they're all like so overwhelmed. I saw something interesting on TikTok that someone was talking about how like why the men, like the men who are the bachelor have to be so boring because they always are really boring. And even when, when like someone went and commented being like, I think it's, what was his name he was one of the recent one matt or james um matt matt was definitely a recent one i know that regardless he yeah. like afterwards like and he started doing a lot of stuff on tiktok and people were like you have a personality why was none of that shown mm. and it was like oh the reason why they need to be this boring is so not only the women but the people watching at home he needs to be boring so that people can fall in love with him and you can just sort of imprint whatever you want on top of him he's meant to be a blank slate that's why he's so boring um i i would do a bad job requoting it but it was it was really interesting this person talking about why the men have to be boring and why the women are allowed to be interesting but the men need to be boring for the show to work interesting i know i really feel like the bachelor bachelorette is in in the flop days it really is. like it's going down down i have a show to recommend that i haven't watched yet okay slay (laughs) um and i also don't remember its name oh (laughs) okay so i just i I had seen an ad for this. I thought it sounded really interesting. And then I keep seeing things about it on TikTok. And I'm like, I need to watch this. I just haven't had the chance. Okay. So it's this, I guess, somewhat reality show where basically it's like a, I believe it's not like a full like court trial, but it's meant to be like a TV show court trial. Okay. Like as in like sort of a judge Judy where it's like real, but staged. Okay. Um, Except for with this one. Everyone is actors except for one guy. Oh, no. <laughs> and this one guy thinks that they're actually a part of this court sort of jury thing that I think is still meant to be some level of staged, but much more real. And he doesn't know that every single person, including, um, do you know the guy, not Patrick Dempsey, but the other guy from Enchanted? No. You don't know him? I don't think so. I James mean, Martin, I think is his name, something like that. Hold on. I'm going to look him up really quickly. But I well, mean, I know I've seen Enchanted, but not in a very long time. So he's an actor who's in quite a bit of stuff. And he's in this show playing <gasps> himself. Oh, no. oh. um, As if he was one of the people, I guess, brought in to be in this court. Um, 
And everything I've seen looks really funny. And because there's one guy who doesn't know what's going on and everyone else is in on it. Yeah. And I just think it sounds so absurdist and so funny. And there's been so many clips that I've seen of this actor. Like, he, I think he tries to get excused for being on this jury, being like, well, like, I'm a, a like famous yes. person. Oh, my and God. I did see that. Yes. And the judge is like, I don't know who you are. And there's just one guy who doesn't know everyone else around him as actors. And I'm like, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah. Wait, I did. And it was the guy from parks and rec the actor what's his name oh fuck oh he looks a lot like the guy from parks and rec uh, chris traeger yes he looks like chris traeger it's but not it's chris not traeger him. two different actors oh. but they do look quite a bit alike um but yeah oh wait i think i did see something about yeah. that but i don't know what it's called and when i tried I to look it don't up know i couldn't find it i'm sure you could it's on like on. free v on amazon or something free v on amazon hold on guys we're gonna find it for you <laughs> um yeah, I give so, a recommendation, but I don't tell you the name, and I also haven't watched it. I'm great at recommending. Recom- I'm great at recommending things. Court reality TV show. That's what I'm typing into Google. Qu- Judge Judy, The People's Court, list of court shows. <laughs> it's, it's is it on? F- wait, free v. Oh, um, okay. jury duty. It's just called jury duty. Oh, okay. It's jury duty on free v. It's a fake court show and a case with all actors except for one guy who doesn't know everything is faked. That's honestly really funny. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. And report back. Anyway, that's my recommendation of the thing that I haven't seen slash I didn't know the name of. Wow. We're really becoming like TV show connoisseurs. We are. Yes, I know. I've been like very honestly I haven't been lazy what am I talking about I mean I've been living life but I feel like it's allergy season I feel slower Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't even know what I feel I feel like I am currently in the process so my internship is coming up at the end of May and so I'm trying to like figure out like kind of what is next for me um but job hunting is like so hard and weird um, and complicated and you know you're submitting Live, laugh, loving I know you're literally submitting into like the void and it's funny because I think with auditioning I felt so like personally attacked by it mm-hmm. but I think because like I don't know like yeah. a lot about the business world I'm like fuck it I saw there's there's an Elon which was the college we went to like a uh, networking event coming up soon if you want to go with me oh shit really uh-huh okay yeah, I'll have to go find it go. in my email you know what I ignore all of those emails it was funny I do too I just think I randomly happened to look at it yeah and my mom had been nagging <laughs> me not nagging nudging me uh, to call up Elon's business center and like reach out to the resources there oh shit really mm-hmm. you can do that I don't know but they might no true i mean i think it is so true that like you know who you do know can like help you get yeah. to a job and we didn't just we didn't learn shit about that part of our yes. school just wasn't something we engaged with at all no i was literally i was talking with somebody on friday kind of like about just career stuff and it was really nice because i think this person validated me and was like like you're above like the intern level at this point like you know i get on imposter syndrome can come but like it's going to be okay. Um, But we were just talking about some things and it was just so nice to get like a more like um, a professional opinion on how to do this because I'm like literally shooting into the dark right now. Dude, I have literally no idea what I'm doing. I might go to an audition on Wednesday. There's an audition I think I might go to. No, I mean, my book is so out of date, the headshot that I'd bring. So for context, my hair is like titty length and this headshot has my hair 
couple inches below my jaw. Really? Yeah. It, it's yeah. my senior year hair. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I don't know why I just said really. I do know that. But <laughs> I, um, I was submitting a headshot because I'm going to be performing at the end of May mm. at 54 Below, which is very exciting. Woo! Um, so you guys will get to hear me sing because I will post the singing video from it as long as I don't crack or mess up or <laughs> die on stage. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I had to submit a headshot. And the last one I had was from college. And I was like, yo, my eyebrow looks fucked up in that one. I really think if they asked me like, hey, why your headshot's so out of date? I'm going to A, be like, I'm getting them redone soon, which is not a lie. I'm planning on trying to get them redone in the next few months. But B, I'm considering being like, I got hair extensions oh okay that's a good <laughs> that's a good one so to play it off as if it hasn't been two full years since these photos were i taken. know my photos um, were taken but so long lying ago. also feels like a bad idea if you look at my instagram you can see it's not extensions it's just been two years you could also t- be honest and be like you i've kind of been yeah taking i a feel break. like that's what i'll actually do i have a great podcast um, if you want to look it up <laughs> i literally actually have played in my head like if they ask, like, hey, what the fuck have you been doing? I have my speech prepared. Slay, um, as you should. We'll see if I chicken out. I think there's a good chance I chicken out because I'm really afraid about going to an in-person audition. Like, Honestly, yeah. me too. Like, I was, like, looking at... And I'm honestly even kind of more afraid of running into people that I know. Yeah. I was looking back at... I, like, sometimes I'll open, like, um, for people who don't know, you can get, like, alerts sent to your email for auditions, for Broadway, tours, regional things, whatever. And I just never turn them off because, you know, I think I've always just been open. Like, I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, where will life take me? You never know. Um, so sometimes I'll, like, see things that I may want to audition for. But the thought of, like, going in person. I know. I'm absolutely fucking terrified. Like, the th- I feel like my book is so out of practice. So I'm like, oh, I need to make sure that I, if I go, I actually know my shit because... On the off chance they asked me to sing more than the one song I prepared. I can't have it be like, I don't quite remember that anymore. Oh my gosh. That happened to me during our casting director series. I was in like, we did one that had like three different casting directors Mm -hmm. in it or agents. I forget what it was. Yeah. And somebody asked me to sing like a more upbeat, um, like patter song. And like all that, that I had was practically perfect for Mary Poppins. You guys, I had to restart three different times and I couldn't even finish it because I didn't, I just didn't remember the lyrics. I, I was so embarrassed, <laughs> literally so embarrassed. <laughs> it I, has it's happened to everyone. Oh my God. I honestly, I've think forgotten about, the name of my songs before. Like it's really embarrassing. I, I had to look at the pianist or walk back over to the accompanist to be like, what is, what is my fucking song? I you can't know, fuck. It happens. It happens. But yeah, I'm kind of on like this like job hunt like period era Era. in my life as mistress from RuPaul's Drag Race would say I'm in my job (laughs) hunting era and figuring out like what the next step is era I'm in my uh, I don't even know what era um so on the continued update of like how you're feeling how I'm feeling I'm doing much better this week um my psychiatrist and I are taking more I've upped my medication um and uh, it's also like a difficult time of like was previously mentally struggling and then like grief also like doesn't yeah. help that stuff my dad was in the hospital this weekend so that was fun yeah um I definitely have no paranoia about him dying and by that I mean a deep amount of paranoia about him dying in mm-hmm. fact I've had dreams so I made him promise when I was a kid that he's he's a relatively older dad yeah. I'm his last kid um he started young and ended late um, but he turned 70 this year, which isn't that old, but is old ish. 
Um, <laughs> and I, when I was a kid, knowing that he was an older dad, because particularly because he looked old when I was young. Okay. Like, he looks great for his age now, but he looked terrible for 50. <laughs> um, and I've told him that to his face, so I have no problem saying it on here. Yeah. Um, I've told them that so many times. Um, but I made him promise when I was a kid that he would make it till I'm at least 30, which admittedly when I was a kid seemed really old. Now that I'm almost 25, I'm like, I, you know, I expect you to make it way past 30, Jeffrey. Yeah. Um, but him going to the hospital certainly freaked me out. Yeah, no, it's freaky, especially like, I don't know, it like rains and pours sort of vibe. And that's not great for people with mental health problems. No, like it's been cute. It's been really cute. <laughs> but we're trying our darndest. We're trying to. Be good. Reach out to your supports. Yes. Advocate for yourself. Slay. Drink some water. <laughs> Get some sleep. Eat some food. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when you're at that state, it's just about the basic meeting your basic needs to stay alive. Yep. So that's what I did for the the week that I missed and before that. Um, and we're now trying to slowly get our shit a little bit more together. But that's a little update. Sly. I'm doing finger guns, but you guys can't see them. Finger guns are what I do when I don't know what to do a lot. Okay. You might hear the snap of me doing the finger guns. Sly. Before we move on to like what we're going to talk about this episode, a piece of advice. Oh, wait, shit. Did it leave my head? Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. Okay, piece of advice for like job hunting stuff because so like, you know, I think career stuff can be really confusing, especially when you're like trying to find your next job, like whatever. And so something that I had learned in this like like meeting I had on Friday was like this person, you know, wants to start a business and like knew that from like a young age. And so she was sort of like every job I took like I was like, what is what am I going to learn from that that's going to help benefit me and where I want to get in life? And I thought that was like so interesting. Sure, I had thought about that like and stuff, but um, I thought it was interesting that like, you know, sure, like at the end of the day, maybe like working a nine to five isn't like my biggest dream in this world. But who knows? Maybe I found an amazing company and like whatever. But um, like using the things that I can like learn from the business world to like help what we do here and like all those things. I think that it's really interesting. So random piece of advice that I was like, I need to share this Sly. with the girlies. Sly. Sly. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about what y'all are currently struggling with in your twenties, because we asked this on um, our Instagram, which if you don't follow it, you should definitely should. It's at completely fucking clueless. We've been putting some premium content out there, if I may say so myself. But I was so shocked with so many of the not shocked. I was shocked by the number of responses and how much like people were willing to share. And honestly, like a lot of the struggles are very similar. You know, career, finances, um, dating. All those like sort of things. So we thought we would kind of just like talk about some of those things. Um, if we, you know, advice, thoughts, all those things. So let's see. Um, where do I want to start? Where should we start? <laughs> when you say that, all my brain can think. Let's start at the very beginning. beginning. Okay. Place to start. Where we're going to start. Damn taxes. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Um, I wish I had advice for this. Besi- okay, you guys want to hear a really funny story? Yeah. So 
this is my first year filing for taxes because in the past it's always been cheaper and like more like financially I guess suitable whatever for my parents to like file me under like them dependent yes there we go dependent but this year I'm doing it for me and so luckily I do am very privileged to have the help of like my parents accountant but she is a bitch okay (laughs) so first of all she never sent me an email at the beginning of March that like was about like hey like you guys need to start getting your taxes things together she likes to do it very early like whatever so you know my dad did tell me at the beginning of March to reach out to her I probably reached out to her like mid-March and she like had this phone call with me basically like where so you know my dad was like just send her all your receipts and like shit like that so she calls me and she goes from everything you sent me, I can tell you've never done your taxes before. And I was like, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) And then she was like, you know, and you know, just so you know, you don't have like, I'm too expensive to be your bookkeeper. So what you're going to need to do is like, she was so mean. I cried after the the phone call. I felt so bad about myself. And I was like, I didn't know. Like, obviously if I had gotten this email from you, like I would have, you know, done better. Um, but I hate this accountant and I will be getting a new one for myself next year because she has made this so awful and like so mean and like being mean to me like I'm stupid like sure maybe I'm a little stupid but not that stupid I just use TurboTax and they take part of my refund back but I'm fine with that I know there are like free methods that you the government provides that you can use i didn't actually get around to testing them this year because i only actually found out about them after i'd already like done my turbo tax stuff so it didn't make sense but i know there are free resources that you can use to be mm. honest it's really fucking confusing i um, know the, the whole process is so confusing like i don't know if i would have been able to do it like by myself yeah if you know anyone who knows anything about it try asking them for like help if you're really stuck on something um they're really fucking confusing. And honestly, kind of what I count on is that I'm labeled a low level risk by the <laughs> TurboTax engine because, to be honest, I don't make enough money for them to give a fuck about. So Literally. if I messed up something, I'm just hoping it's not too big of a problem. Literally. I'm like, I know that's not the best advice, but I do not make enough hope money. Hope and a prayer. I know. I know. I always find it so admirable the people who like really do this themselves. Like Olivia was doing it themselves. I was like, no i don't know i know so i i I don't know damn taxes either i'm completely clueless on that like what the fuck i just trust that TurboTax is not gonna steer me wrong and you know what this brings up an important point about them not teaching us how to do this shit in school there's a lot of important shit we don't learn (laughs) yeah like come on like really this is like important yeah and we have to do it every year yeah and like like what happens to people who don't like can't afford to pay for an account i can't afford to pay it my parents Look, are paying for it for me honestly for me i'm just proud that i think i literally finished my taxes the day they were due last year i got started on them super early this year i have one more part of it that i need to finish but in my defense i think literally the day i plan on finishing them my grandmother died and then i've just never come back to it yeah you see my accountant just sent me an email and said hi sarah please let me know if you have any questions so as i wish to try and file your returns tomorrow if possible I'm going to be honest. That's not a bitchy email. That wasn't a bitchy. Okay. That wasn't a bitchy email. Okay. Um, that wasn't a bitchy email. So maybe I sound crazy, but I promise you guys that that phone call was crazy. I believe you. I believe you. Um, 
Okay, but yes, taxes are a struggle right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm truly hoping a prayer in it and being like, if the IRS is going to investigate me, there's so many people committing tax fraud. I, my like $40 you might miss for me, not worth it. Not worth it. I don't make that much money. Literally, same. Um, okay, relationships. I feel so behind while everyone else is getting married and having babies. Dude, boy, do I feel you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Audrey, I want everyone to know Audrey literally sat up for this. I sat up, but then I realized that I had no plan of what I was going to say. Um, I absolutely feel the same way. Um, a part of something that I can offer, and I know that this won't fix it, is a lot more people feel this way than you think. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who feel very similar. And I mean, like, I, I have friends who feel... Like, I, I feel behind. And, like, I have friends who have dated even less than I have. Like, I had one somewhat serious relationship it was probably like eight months it was september through july whatever that math is if you want to do it and report back to me let me know let us know um and i still feel super behind and like there's also the aspect of like nancy perny warning maybe skip like two minutes ahead i'm about to talk about sex (laughs) i in a lot of ways also feel very sexually behind like i didn't really do the whole like exploring as a teenager thing at all like the first time i had sex was in college I had sex with one person two or three times and then didn't have sex again for two years. Yeah. Um, I then hooked up with that person again my senior year like twice. But I haven't done anything with anyone since then. And that was my senior year of college. And we're now two years out from college. So it's been a while. Um, and so I feel behind in a lot of ways. And I feel like I missed a lot of that. And then also within like the queer aspect of like, I've only ever had sex with two people and they were both men. Yeah. Um, and I've never had, like I've kissed women, but I've never done anything more than that. And like the older I get, the more that I feel behind um, and that it's too late and that like, I would be embarrassing at this point. And like, to be honest, I feel like behind in both heterosexual and homosexual sex um, and also in relationships. Um, and my mom was, like, kind of pushing me on dating this past weekend or, like, asking about it. But I just don't super feel like doing it right now. Um, and I think it's important to honor that, though. Yeah. And doing it because someone else wants you, it should be adding something to your life. If right. you're doing it because you're supposed to, that's not worth it. And, like, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I was about to burp. Sorry. Um, no, I think that's important. I think I have kind of been on this like opposite spectrum. However, I feel like there's been a lot of people. Oh, my God. I'm drinking coffee, you guys. Sorry. Um, coffee makes you burpy? I don't know. I, it, I Or I felt burpy. Huh. Yeah. I think acid reflux stuff. Yeah. I drank a lot of wine yesterday, guys, on Easter. Um, but... I think it's interesting right now because I'm at this point in my relationship. We've been together for almost three years. And so people are starting to get engaged. And I repeat, I'm not ready for that. However, there's a part of like my brain that goes to like, maybe I should be making those steps. Like other people are like, realistically, I know I'm too young and not ready. But like when you see other people doing it, you're like, oh my God, like, am I not, am I not where I'm supposed to be? Or like I do the math of like, I I always said when I was younger like and I was one of my friends who was like said I would probably get married on the later side I was like the earliest I would consider getting engaged is probably 28 yeah that's I 28 is my age too but going off that math like I would want to date someone for absolute absolute minimum two years before getting engaged with someone so already doing that like math like two is the minimum honestly I'd probably want to be more than three years together yeah 
28 minus 3 is 25. I turned 25 this year, like, unless I'm meeting them within this next year. You never know, girl. Um, no, it can be it can be super, super nerve wracking. And again, particularly once you see like more and more people making those steps or like I have a lot of friends who have been in long term relationships and it's like, oh, even just those math years wise, I'm behind. Um, you're not alone. You're not alone. And I say just like try and as much like talk to the others around you who are feeling that way. Mm. And That's a good point. Being in a relationship for the sake of a relationship is not worth it no um and i know it can be really hard to resist that urge i think particularly as women in society there's a lot of pressure put on that a hundred percent but again going back to like something meg jay talks about in her book is that so many people end up just sort of when they hit that age sitting down with whoever they're with and the best time to work on your marriage is before you're married so be thinking about what you really want and be really conscious of like who you allow into your life are they adding something to your life and I know it can be really scary to be alone but you know a lot of people in my family have been divorced and a lot of those divorces happened because people end up marrying someone that they just it wasn't about being with them. It was about not being alone. Yeah. And divorces are fucking expensive. I've gone <laughs> off tangent. Let's move on. No, but, but that was really great advice. I agree with you. And to wrap it up, I feel like I was listening to something recently where somebody was talking about, you know, being single in their 20s. And I agree that it's better to be single than to avoid being alone because at the end of the day you're learning more about yourself what you want and bettering your life than letting this relationship which takes up so much of your mental energy like drag you down and I know it can be really scary and I think particularly as women like we're really afraid of ending up like older and single but like my mom has this group of uh college friends who a lot of them live in New York and she started regaining close with, I've brought us back off topic again. No, it's okay. Um, started regaining close with when I started coming to New York a lot in high school. And I actually just got brunch with them um, and my mom and my niece on Saturday. And yeah. like, I've become really close with these women and it's my mom. And then there's oh. all of a sudden I can't do math. Math. I'm, the math there's, isn't yeah, nothing. There's my mom and there's three women. Okay. Um, And my mom is still with my dad. One of them was married, but then divorced. And then two of them have never been married. And like, I think for the longest time that aspect, and I'm going to be honest, when I first met them when I was younger, I think to a certain degree, I pitied them and kind of looked down and thought their lives were sad. Yeah. They're not. They have amazing lives and amazing friends and these wonderful lives. And like, everything can take all sorts of different paths. But like, I think I'm really glad that I've gotten to meet these women because like, being alone does not scare me in the same way that it Mm. used to like they have wonderful lives with fulfilling relationships and they've both dated um and one of them i think even might be dating someone right now but like they're they have really awesome lives and so does the person who's divorced and so does my mom and they all took different paths and they're all really happy yeah there's more than one way to be happy yeah slay Am I just going to say slay after all of these? Yes, yes you <laughs> I will. Probably you will. do every episode. <laughs> oh, That's so annoying. Sorry. <laughs> oh, just like, yeah, you do. Every episode, girl. Not to risk you. It's okay. I do my own things. Um, I'm dating a man, but I'm struggling with the idea of rather being with a woman. Ooh. Okay. I asked Olivia for advice on this one because I think, oh, yes, because uh, I was like, I don't know what to say to this, but I feel like this is important to address. And, you know, Olivia's advice was kind of like, you know, looking inward and like starting to ask yourself questions like, you know, 
do I really like this person I'm dating? Um, do I feel like I am like settling for compulsory heteronormativity? Thank you. So many big words. Com- I know it's hard. Compulsory heteronormativity. Like, are you settling for that? Um, and if you are like, are you interested in like one specific woman or like exploring women in general? Like, I don't know. Olivia's advice was just to kind of like look inward and start questioning things. Well, I mean, that's something I've thought about a lot is like a there, the world is much more set up for hetero couples. A hundred percent. Like it is much easier in mm-hmm. just so many ways. Um, but there's also like the older I get, the more like I really start to question of like, there's a lot of things that men, particularly straight men, I think can never really understand about me. And mm. like, I think it's just like raised, particularly straight white men are raised with just so much privilege. And there's, and I'm also been raised with vast amounts of privilege, but there's just so much that they can never conceptually understand. Mm. And like so much in which men just like unconsciously, but just the way they've been raised, like, see women's time as less value and like just the bar for men is so so low that like I like even with thinking about with like having kids like by default even when couples heteronormative couples try to make the workload more even it mostly ends up women doing most of that traditionally feminine work sure and even when they try not to, like, it's just so ingrained into them. And I don't know if I can ever, like, fully trust that. Yeah. It's been interesting because, you know, I have not been in a heteronormative relationship in a while. Um, and just, like, seeing the differences and, you know, like, I do not think all men are bad. Um, no, and I don't not. think you think that either. Um, and... You know, I do I do question sometimes like like I don't think my relationship is going to end. But if it ever did, like being with men and I want to make it known that like even being in a heterosexual, not heterosexual, (laughs) homosexual relationship, like the the heteronormativity like creeps in all the time. Like, you know, especially with the state of our world right now, it's like scary and it's like oh, like, if I could have just been this way, like, it would have been so much easier. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a lot happier. But I get it. It's really scary. And, you know, if you really like your partner, I think that's amazing. Um, and I think it's you can still explore your sexuality in a heteronormative relationship if it's one that, like, f- oh, like allows for that space. And if you don't feel like your relationship is giving you that space and you really want to find that piece of you, I think it's a hundred percent valid to want to do that mm-hmm. um, because who you are is important. Um, and I know I've been having conversations with people like that. We don't want to wake up at 50 and regret not experimenting and trying things. Yes. You know um, how to be op- open and honest about my feelings. Girl, <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Ooh. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I feel like this is a huge lesson I've learned in my romantic relationship because I had a lot of difficulty expressing my emotions for a number of reasons. And then I let it all like pent up and then I exploded and whatever. And now I've realized that like 
in order to make my relationship healthy and successful. Like I have to be honest with this person. And luckily I feel like I'm with somebody and I think this is important with somebody that like I can be honest about my emotions and I'm not going to be punished. I'm not going to be yelled at. Like it is met with an open conversation. Um, So however, I think I'm realizing that like being open with your feelings is only going to make your relationship romantic platonic better i think like it's very scary and you just have to kind of rip off the band-aid especially that first time but i think honesty begets more honesty Mm -hmm. um and ooh, i love that thank you thank you thank you what can i say (laughs) um (laughs) but like even as far as like platonic relationships like when i was having a really rough week i told sarah about it and that was really hard and really scary and it helped and made things better and easier and sarah wasn't mad at me no (laughs) yeah and i think it's it's funny because we're scared to like go to this person and like are you mad at me like what are they gonna say and then like like most times like it's not going to be as like angry Mm -hmm. and daunting because uh, honestly most of the time people do want you to communicate with them and be like just honest And then, like, sort of on the other flip side of, like, I know there's been times where I've held resentment against people for things they don't know. Oh, yes. And I still do this. I can't expect them to read my mind. Like, you have to tell them. And if you tell them and, like, they're still not receptive, then that's another thing. Um, But, you, you, like, I know myself, like, you can't be angry at someone for not being able to read your mind. You can't be angry at them for something they don't know. If you tell them and then they still don't then you at least know what the issue is and you can move forward as opposed to it just being trapped inside you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, this is a common one, but like kind of like the idea of having to live paycheck to paycheck is actually killing me balancing finances while also trying to have fun and not working myself to death. Um, I feel this Mm -hmm. or like I feel this in the way of like I want to like acknowledge my privilege and I am so privileged to live at home and not have to pay rent. I am able to save a lot of money. My parents help me out like I that is a very big privilege. And I think sometimes when I look at my finances, I feel behind like I feel like I can't really move out like I you know, drinks in New York are really expensive. Mm-hmm. And I get that, that idea of like, you know, I don't want to work myself to death, but like, I also really want to be able to enjoy like the fruits of life and go out with my friends and buy dinner and stuff. I think it's so complicated and it sucks that our world like is so expensive. I advice a friend gave to me a couple months back that I really liked of like, this particularly pertains to people in more sort of artistic, untraditional careers. So she was like, okay, it's okay to like, take a job for like six months or a year that like it's not moving you towards whatever artistic passion but like you take it because you need the money and it'll make you money and it'll make it so you're a bit more comfortable and you can save up and it's okay to take a job because you need the money yeah well think about meg jay's um when she worked at like whole foods you know before Mm -hmm. she went and got her phd like she needed money to take the gre and like to go to school and i i that's that's such a good point Mm -hmm. that is so valid um because somebody else said that to me recently on Friday, this meeting I had, she was like, you know, I kind of took this job because, you know, I need the money and like need the money to help like what I'm doing. Um, so that's a good point. There's yeah. no shame in it. No. And again, I'm also coming from a super privileged viewpoint. Um, stand point. 
There's a word I'm thinking of and I can't find it. Um, so I'm probably not the best person to go to advice for this, but that's the best advice I have to give. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of people said dating, flirting and going on dates. How do people do it? Um, <laughs> I take a shot before every date. Yes. And <laughs> I usually get myself a treat after every date. Honestly, <laughs> As motivation and reward. That's a slay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the taking a shot thing comes from a friend from school who they actually would take a shot before every job interview to get themselves to like loosen up a little bit. Okay. And I was like, you know, it works for job interviews. What's kind of like a job interview? A first date. Yeah. Uh, so I just take, like, I don't drink particularly often. Almost, I almost exclusively drink with my family. I actually have a nice bottle of wine in my fridge that has probably gone bad at this point because it's been in there open for so long. Oh. Um, it's Whispering Angels. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, um, but it's been open for months. Oh, gosh. And no. I, I just haven't gone around to getting rid of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my method is I take a shot. Um, and... I also say, like, A, I, I'm a person who doesn't like talking on the apps. So I have in my profile, like, let's just meet up. I don't really want to talk to you on this app. Yeah. I phrased it nicer than that. Um, but also part of it is, like, I know certain times when I just really want um, approval, uh, I'll just sort of lower my, like, standard of, like, whatever I'm interested in. And if someone's, like, maybe I could be interested in them, I swipe right. And then it ends up with, like, e it's kind of overwhelming, and then I just get overwhelmed by it and ignore it forever. So I've sort of tried to adopt the principle of, like, only to, like, swipe right on someone if I'm really actually interested in them. Yeah. And not just, I want the validation of someone else saying yes to me. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to be able to give good advice here, everyone. We all know why. I'm a serial like monogamous um, and I've been in my relationship for like three years. I mean, my mom called me lame this past weekend. Oh so. my gosh, that's so No, mean. I don't think she actually I did. She might have. I think it's hard to date. I think like, I mean, that's why there's so many successful dating podcasts. Yeah. Honestly, if you're having trouble dating, go listen to Seeing Other People. Alana, yeah, they're great. Yeah, Alana Dunn gives great dating advice. Uh, maybe we'll have her come on the show again soon um, to, you know, re-spark some dating advice. Uh, like... I can't imagine like having to go on the apps. Like I literally talked about this with Sarah boss in the episode last week. We both were like, we've never been on a first date. Like it's, it's hard. Like it's funny because I've been kind of trying to push myself to go on like friend dates. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've met some people on the podcast that are really cool. And like, we've always been like, let's go out and like get a drink with them. But like, you know, life gets in the way. And then I also think sometimes like fear gets in the way. Yeah. Like, is this person going to like me? Like, are we going to, it's awkward, right? Like, what are we going to talk about? I've been trying to do this thing recently, like to help with like podcasting stuff. And like when we interview people. So now when I like meet people, I really try and like, and like mm -hmm. have a conversation with them. I'm like, where are you from? Like, oh, what's your job? Like, I really have been trying hard to like be more outgoing or like just like learn how to read some energies better. Yeah. It's hard though. And I, 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 I am applaud anybody that is dating in, in our culture right now. I recommend activity dates. I'm not a big eating date. Um, I find them just kind of awkward. Yeah. Um, but activity dates, it gives you like something to talk about besides just like, what do you do? What da, da, da. like? That's I a good point. Yeah. I went on a date to like a beer, coffee, like board game place. Yeah. And we played Uno and it was super fun. Um, and it like gave us something else. I'd say like the main way I flirt is I'm mean to people. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie i kind of neg people a little bit not intentionally but like you'll notice in life basically whenever someone says like ah you're right about something 
I have one of two responses. I either say occasionally I am, which is my standard response. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm feeling either, if I'm just feeling myself and feeling a little spicy, or if I'm flirting to someone, I'll say, I'm always right. When will you learn that? <laughs> and I think that kind of just sums up my flirting. That's so funny. Um, I'm not I a have flirter. N- no, I'm, I'm not. not either. Like I'm in a relationship and I'm bad at flirting guys. I, like, no, I'm terrible, terrible at flirting. Uh, your partner tried to get me to flirt with people. I know. And I literally just walked away because I was like, I can't do I know. This. I also have terrible hearing. So flirting in bars doesn't work for me because I cannot hear what they're saying. I know. Um, but yeah, honestly, I don't know. Bully them a little bit, <laughs> or just like ask them, like, uh, like kind of what Sarah Boss had said last week. Just like, where are you from, or just like something really generic. You know, yeah. it can always spark a con- like. What I'm learning is that like s- these simple questions can always like, kind of spark a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm terrible with the dating <laughs> advice. <laughs> I'm also terrible. I. My mom a couple times has brought up the dating thing to me and she said the exact same thing to me every time. I don't think she's real. She said the same time. She's like, you and your sister are both the same. And I'm like, yeah, she has slightly more of an excuse. She's in Saratoga, like upstate New York. She has more of an excuse to not date than I do. Anyway, not the point of this. So I've been trying to go back on the dating apps and I'm just, I find no one interesting or attractive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good. So if you find me interesting or attractive, DM me. Maybe I'll date you. Hit Audrey up. Yeah. Um, I'm always right, baby. <laughs> I just went. You couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is I can't genuinely flirt. I can only sarcastically flirt. I sarcastically flirt with people a lot. Yeah, I don't flirt. Like I'm just like not good at flirting. <laughs> like I'm not like it, I I'm yeah I'm just I think like too like in my head about it. Oh yeah. Um, that's why I'm mean. It's just fake confidence. Yeah, and honestly, like the reason I'm with my partner is because like they full-fledged way like and that's what i love about olivia like they are so confident Mm -hmm. in that way um and sort of just like went after it um which is why we're together yeah (laughs) i wish i had better advice um (laughs) i don't if i had better advice i'd fucking use it (laughs) okay so another one is coming into and understanding my own identities being honest with my friends and myself about it um coming to terms with who i am and who i want to be so I don't know exactly what aspect you're referring to this. This is kind of random, but as far as like sexuality advice, this is going to sound kind of weird. <laughs> and again, Nancy Bernie, maybe skip ahead a couple minutes. Oh God. <laughs> I think a great way. <laughs> Do I want to say this? I think a great way of exploring it was like, I, <laughs> I just keep start laughing. <laughs> Whatever type of stimuli or uh media you like consuming mm. for self-pleasure why am i saying this corn so well some Single. people like porn some okay. i read shit i don't uh, yes uh, like porn kind of grosses me out whatever you like if you're exploring sexuality like i like there are like uh there are a lot of apps that are like audio stuff now and i've tried out a couple of them okay. and like, things that i've done to like sort of like sort of work with my own like internalized homophobia and like you know like I've identified as queer for a long time but I've also never been with a woman and I at times like get kind of paranoid about that is like exploring it within the theoretical okay um and either reading about it or like watching try and find like more like actual queer centric porn if you, you search for it you can find it it's harder to find but you can find it um or like doing like audio that is with 
the 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 gender of what you're interested in exploring yeah um i think it's a, a pretty decent way of exploring it yeah yeah i mean i think what tipped me off was like you know during sex with men i wasn't really vis- like really into what was going on there i mean i was into it but like visually i was like thinking about other things um when i watched porn i chose to watch like women on women i think what tipped me off is my friend group in high school we'd always all kiss and i noticed that their (laughs) reaction after kissing was different than mine yeah you know i was like "Mm." it's funny because (laughs) like my first kiss with olivia back when you know we were 12 and 13 i think what's interesting about that situation in finding my identity was like the, like we kissed and I wasn't like ew stop her I don't like that like I was like they all found it really funny afterwards and yeah. I was like this isn't funny I was like me. let's keep it going yeah. like you know and so I think that tipped me off a little bit like okay like and then I went on to like date somebody behind closed doors and there was never a time where I was like I don't like kissing you like yeah. I you know but uh, I mean I don't know if that's like I don't know exactly if that's what you're looking for <laughs> but you know I think as we get older you know, and especially in our 20s when we do have the time and ability to be a little bit more selfish as long as like maybe you don't have kids, you know, whatever. Um, you know, take the time, I think, to explore who you are and go to queer spaces, surround yeah. yourself with other queer people. Like- yeah. And, and and look, I I will tell you that I've done this in really small steps. Like there's definitely ways that I, I know I could challenge myself to do this bigger. But, you know, every time I walk into like Henrietta Hudson to go to that bar, like I am proud of myself. Like I'm surrounding myself with people. And, you know, I, I understand that I don't claim my queerness as much as maybe I should. And or like want to, you know, because it's hard internalized homophobia. Ugh. But I think it's important. <laughs> I found that really funny. Um, you know, while you have this time to explore who you are, you know, put yourself first. And different people are in different situations. Yeah. And it's different levels of safe for different people to explore. Yes. Um, but take it slow i mean it's only yes. need to be on your own timeline tell the people that you're comfortable with you don't owe shit to anyone yeah small steps are and the it's way also to like, go it's exhausting to have to constantly come out to people like and you d- and that's the thing is that what they don't tell you about coming out is that you will constantly forever. be coming out in different forms and ways all the time yes. um so and, and that can be a challenge um but yeah being honest with my friends uh, and myself about it yeah I mean, if your friends love you, they will love you, whoever you are. But like, if you're not ready to tell them, don't. You don't I have mean, to. Like, I, so I went to an arts high school and th- there was a lot of particularly gay men who like everyone kind of knew they were gay before they came out. But like people kind of like pushed them on it and they weren't ready. And like, I'm going to recognize like we were the assholes like the subreddit am i the asshole we were the assholes they weren't ready we shouldn't have pushed them like and they eventually did but like we've realized in retrospect like that was an asshole move like yeah you don't owe anyone shit when you're ready tell the people you want to and if you're not you don't owe anyone jack shit i know i mean like i kind of basically knew that i was not straight when i was 12 but I didn't come out until I was like 22. I mean, I never formally even told my parents. There I was figure out from fucking context clues, baby. Yeah. So do it on your time. <sighs> I keep wanting to say baby girl. Baby oh. girl. Uh. <laughs> That's what I mean. I only fake flirt. I can't genuinely flirt. <laughs> this is the only. F- it's this or just like straight up bully you. Oh my God.
I guess we'll do this to end it off. Comparison. Oh, baby girl. This is, I think, like what most 20-somethings struggle with. And it's funny because we all look at each other's lives and I'm like, wish I had that. I wish I was doing that. But like we're all doing it to each other no matter what. Like even if the person like you wish you were or comparing yourself to, like they could be comparing Mm -hmm. themselves to you or another person, you know? If you're going through a really hard time with uh, comparison, my first recommendation is take a break from the social media. It's making it absolutely work. Anytime that I've been like close to a spiral, social media has been the thing that's like push me over the edge if you're really struggling comparison social media is absolutely a high or highlight reel and even though we all know that looking at it is going to make you just feel shittier take a break for it for a couple of days just put it away from it yeah and honestly mute people restrict yeah. people like we we advocate it's, for this all the time i don't mute people i dislike i mute people usually who bring out something negative in me and maybe someday i'll unmute them and it has nothing to do with them but if it brings out something nasty and i don't want to unfollow them because unfollowing them be rude i mute them yeah that's okay yeah and i think something i've been doing is like when i do feel maybe jealous or i'm comparing myself i kind of like go internally and ask like why Mm -hmm. and sometimes I just acknowledge like damn like that's a really cool opportunity like I wish I could like do that and then sometimes I'm like oh like you know I think I'm jealous or comparing myself to this person because you know I've been having a hard time going after this or you know I think if you like kind of look into the comparison sometimes you know it, it can help and then I also think you know I always come back to like and I know this is like easier said than done, but something I always like to remind myself is that we are all on our own paths Mm -hmm. and there is a reason why our lives are the way they are, you know, why we choose certain things. And so nobody's path is going to align and, you know, life is hard sometimes. And like, you know, sometimes I'll beat myself up. I'm like, Oh my God, like I have only posted on TikTok once a week and this person is like getting, you know, and I'm like, Girl, like, you know, you're doing all these things. You're doing enough, you know. We're on a rock violently spinning through space. Just try and have fun while you can. Yeah, give yourself grace. That's what I'm coming yes. to. Is give, is when, like, give yourself grace. Because I understand the whole, like, just beating yourself up because you feel oh, yeah. like you're not doing enough. You feel like you're not good enough. And, like, honestly, where is that going to get you? Mm-hmm. And, and I, look, again, easier said than done. Because literally, like, in therapy today, I was talking about, like, feeling like shit because i want to be a social media star and nobody cares about me <laughs> but like you can allow that anger to exist like something i adopted a ton my senior year of college you know when we were just in the middle of that ripe old pandemic i just started screaming into pillows and you know it didn't fix it but it helped and yeah. sometimes you just need to get the anger out yeah yeah it, honestly and just like remember that like comparison jealousy and like these are all normal natural feelings and i know they're uncomfortable and not the best feelings but like you are not the only person that like compares yourself or feels this way and i think like i know i feel especially fit shitty when i like compare myself to like my friends and like am like then I'm like, oh, I'm also now being a shit friend because i'm also like jealous and i'm annoyed that they have that and i don't there's no reason to be mad at yourself for that like no, Everyone exactly. gets jealous. Like, it's you're not a bad person. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like doing that, like being like, you know what? I'm jealous. Like, that's mm-hmm. like so cool. Like, whatever. And honestly, like, 
like dampens the feeling yeah. it's like okay like i acknowledge that it's real and, and it like, can go sit and do its thing and i'm gonna keep on chugging along baby girl walking along this is the episode of baby girls for me i know audrey wants a baby girl baby girl <laughs> you want to be my baby girl oh my god i'm on something else today y'all it's <laughs> so funny um thank you all for sharing your struggles with yes. us we really appreciate it and you know i think it's so crazy because so many of these like struggles all revolve around the same <laughs> topics they're just like written out differently and it's like kind of nice to know you're not alone oh, we're all struggling with this we're all on the same little struggle fucking bus baby yeah. girl it was funny the other day at easter my partner's grandmother i was telling her the name of our podcast <laughs> and i was like do you want the explicit version or the non and so i said completely effing clueless and then she goes i'm 70 and i'm completely fucking clueless <laughs> i was like Slay. so you know it's okay that uncertainties happen and we'll keep talking about them being honest about it how we can dude i don't know shit nope me either <laughs> baby Some girl i don't know a thing baby girl okay baby girls follow us on <laughs> instagram <laughs> at completely fucking clueless and on youtube and tiktok at completely fck ing clueless slay and guys our next episode is gonna be so fun because oh yeah we're doing a little hi episode for 420 420 baby blaze it up yeah burn in that bush i have literally not been high in so long even though i did take an edible at katie's (laughs) i know how crazy (laughs) how crazy and it honestly felt so good because like for like sorry guys tangent at the end it didn't like go and make me very paranoid in the mind it just Mm. really relaxed my body did you like write down what type it was no i probably should ask her but she told me like she was like it's not gonna give you like a head like Uh you know it's a body so body yaddy 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 do you want to know what i did while stone the other day what um so people of this podcast you're probably not listening at this point but people of this podcast don't know what we talked about on a swap so my vibrator went missing several months ago in my apartment i still haven't found it still don't know what like genuinely went missing in my i live in a studio apartment i still haven't found it and i've done many cleans since then i don't know what the fuck happened so i am vibrator so slay you know sexual health is good health yeah yeah baby girl baby girl (laughs) all right we'll let you baby girls go have an amazing tuesday have an amazing week and we can't wait to be high with you next week maybe you guys should get high like with (gasps) us if you're like if you're into that vibe like get stoned and listen listen we're gonna play like a fun game i anticipate it'll get pretty off the rails (laughs) yes so come and enjoy our silliness thank you bye y'all love you I love you. Baby. Oh, 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 and don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. Yeah, be clueless, baby girl. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my god, not the sex house yeah. at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>